live on SEN Track. Welcome to Monday Metrospective with Jason Bonington and Steve Cleave. 27-9 down the back, Aroha Koei. Here's Kiang Chucky peeling out of the pocket to challenge. Wider is Sebastian's boy. Kiang Chucky launched up alongside of Aroha Koei. Late Sebastian's boy, but Kiang Chucky is clear in the four-year-old trotting in ties and Gelding's Breeders Crown. And Kiang Chucky beats Aroha Koei and Sebastian's boy's third. Fourth was close. Driven Aldebaran keeper. Aldebaran Vera's three wide. And just behind the Magret looking for a gap in the traffic. Revel Stoke, Aldebaran keeper. Aldebaran Vera just Going a bit roughly. Back to the inside. Agretta's charging on. Great tussle. Agretta along the sprint lane. Took the lead. And Agretta. Great drive by David Moran. Has beaten its stable mate. Revel Stoke. I think just held second from Aldebaran Keeper. And the fast finishing Queen of Quebec who flew home. Perfetti Bendigo from Friday night. The four-year-old Trotters Breeders Crown Championship for Antis and Geldings. Key and Chucky winning, defeating Aloha Koei. Sebastian's boy, Iron Love, and a, probably a disappointing RC Phoenix. He just never looked likely. Did he? Plymouth Chubb as well, uh, back in the field in seventh spot. And uh, Keyang Chucky had that beautiful spot behind the leader, and he was just too too strong to the line, Steve. Yeah, he was. He's a nice little pony, this, and he always mm. goes well when he draws good. He just gets those nice, cheap, economical runs and finishes off really well, so you can never leave him out. Uh, Roa Coey, I thought, returned to some really good form, leading and uh, just going down by 1.8 metres. Sebastian's boy, he's a real handy pony, and finally, it looks like they can start doing a bit with this horse. He's, yeah. he's proven really bad off the gate, but they drove him off the gate there Friday night, and they actually pushed out Plymouth Chubb four wide with him on the corner, and it looks like he's been a little bit more safe, so he's certainly going to keep going forward uh, if he continues with his good manners like that. Arcee Phoenix was just a big query. I don't know whether maybe the horse wasn't right, um, they weren't going hard in front. It looked like the death street was there. The death seat was there for him if he decided to go around, which Chris decided not to. Uh, really, it became mathematically impossible for him to win once they got away the 31.5, yeah. 30.8. Uh, it was game over, 27.9, 27.9. It didn't matter how good he went, he was not going to win. So um, they did query the performance. Uh, the stewards' reports aren't up yet, so I can't get any notes there, but not sure whether something you know wasn't pleasing Chris which is why he drove him uh, you know from the back and brought him with one run or or what the go was but uh, yeah that was a bit disappointing it was a, a lower cow he's just a better horse in front the last five times he's led he's won so like I know he didn't win on on Friday night but uh, yeah he's just so much better when he can get to the front like a lot of horses and uh, the Highland Harness Colours four-year-old Breeders' Crowd Championship for the four-year-old Trotting Mares, and it was Egret winning. And I don't think she she hasn't she hasn't won a race since she won the three-year-old uh, Breeders' Crown Final. So nearly twelve months to the day it was that she comes in, she wins the the final, which has a great result really. And Anton Galino, of course, Revel Stoke. Running second, Elder Baron Keeper was good sitting park. Queen of Quebec got home pretty well. Gardena Ronda was good from well back in the field and and then down to the Perfidious Sues, etc. But uh yeah, she was pretty good egret. 
Yeah, she was. She loves that uh, quiet run and mm. ducked back to the inside and up the sprint lane. Uh, David Moran drove her a treat and got the cash. Revelstoke's, again, very good. T. Anton's got some lovely trotters in his stable. Aldebaran Keeper, as you said, had to do it tough sitting in the breeze. Aldebaran Vera was the one that, uh, well, I was actually tipping in the race, but she, she went rough and then paced and uh, just put it all all bad um, in the home straight and ended up dropping out to run 10th when having to be restrained. So that's a big uh, X through her name for that race. But uh, hats off to Regret. She uh, She's always around the mark. It's not like she's ever far away. She's, uh, let's just say, it's been a while since she strung a win together. But you go back through uh, her, her form and she's run some really nice placings and come very close to winning one. But just not to be. She just obviously likes the Breeders' Crown. Yeah, perhaps, or does she just like the big races like that? Maybe there is a big race in her Probably going run forward. to suit. Yeah. yeah it's maybe she just likes the way they run. They run a bit more genuine, and, um, you know, she just loves that cold sit and, and flashes home late. So that could possibly be, uh, you know, just her style of racing. But she's uh, a lovely horse who you'll know if she does get that run will always give you her best. Uh, Patrick from Melton, he loves the trotters. He says, how good were... Uh, I won't. How bloody good were, the, were those trots on Friday night? Great racing. And uh, his great mate, Greg Sugars, with Just Believe, was a stunning return to the track. I, You know, I thought Queen Elida would win when she was $2.10. I thought that was great value. $1.55 might have been a bit of unders in the end, of, which is pretty easy in hindsight, I suppose. But Just Believe, God, it was a stunning return, wasn't it? And an ominous uh, three or four months ahead for all his rivals. Oh, mate, that was just, it, it made the hairs on my arm stand up. Like it was sort of, it was tingling at that sort of win. He just, he'd done it so easy and he was, he was home a long, long way from home. You know, Greg was just sitting there nursing him and it was like, have a look at how good this horse is traveling. Queen Elite has just been racing at the top of the game and, you know, he made her almost look second rate, which is, uh, you know, something that no one's been able <laughs> yeah. to do with Queen Elite. It was just that easy a win and to do that first up, off just a couple of trials, missing a race last week. He's going to improve so much out of that race. I actually spoke to Greg Saturday week ago when I was on Trots Vision, and I just said to him, well, how did he handle that trip away, the trip back and everything else? Did it flatten him? Did it take it take the edge off for a while? He said no. He said it was the opposite. He said he actually really thrived off it. He said he's came up that quick that we had to slow him down. So... You know, they say the travel can make a horse, but traveling halfway around the world, a lot of good gallopers have done it and they come back and it takes them a long time to get back on to their best, whereas Just Believes come back and just said, well, thank you for the experience. And and he looks better than he was last year. So bring on the Inner Dominions. It'll be uh, Team Harry for Victoria for sure. I thought the horse that ran fourth in the Inter-Dominion final and second in the Great Southern Star, he gets away from us a bit. Mufasa Metro was really good as well. Yeah, absolutely. He, he just does a great job. Um, actually, there's some really nice trotters around at the moment. It's amazing how <laughs> yeah. good a uh, breed that it's become. You know, the, this European blood and the American blood and everything else that's been able to come over um, that a few of our big studs have been, you know, really strong on, uh, you know, improving the bloodlines. The times and the speed that these trotters can go now is just phenomenal. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you can go back right through that whole field and, and probably not really be disappointed with any of them when you look at how good Harry's actually gone winning that. It, it, you look back and say, oh, but this one's been beaten 11 metres or 17 metres. But if you work out how good the winner's gone, then their runs actually haven't been that bad. Well, on times, the first three trotters would have beaten Mac Dan home, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
Like, it's serious. They went 155-6 in the trotters, and then Macdan leads. Yes, he dashed up at the start, then ran the middle half in 62-9, home in 27-7, 26-4. Of course, it wouldn't work out like that if those trotters were in the race, but... Yeah, I'm uh, not sure they'd run (laughs) 26-4. No, they probably wouldn't, but... Well, yeah, but my point is well made here. Macdan was going to be impossible to beat. He's such a professional horse, isn't he? It's like, there must be like a button on him somewhere, like go fast, right? go slow, go fast, and Mark Pitt can just do that as he likes with Macdan. He's such a well-trained and professional horse. And it's a credit to Emma Stewart and to Mark Pitt. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't fire up on him. Like, you can rip him off the gate yeah. to make sure you get the front. And, and he did it in the Geelong Cup. He just literally goes to sleep. And then when you wake him up, he's like, yep, job's on, let's go. And uh, once he found the front and Rock and Roll was actually double-crossed, it was uh, mathematically impossible for him to get beat. Rock and Roll do done a great job to flash home late to run second. But um, it, it's sort of hard. I, I had two bets in this race Saturday, uh, Friday night. I was on SEN track as well. And I said, Mac Dan's my best bet of the night and my lay bet of the night was Rock and Roll do because I just couldn't see how he could possibly win, especially especially if he got double-crossed, and that's exactly what happened with the speed map. The barrier one probably did not help him at all, but it was still a terrific run, and he'll improve off that run too. I I think when you saw his work out at Ballarat, he's probably come into it a little bit underdone and will certainly take lots of improvement out of that. He led his first start, Macdan. He led, handed up the lead. They went 28, 33, 5, 30.4, 27.7. He dashed home and won the race. So he's been doing it since his very first race start. Uh, he's been a terrific horse and couldn't happen to better people than the Zavazanos and Viney connections.